Welcome to Adventures of Supergirl Radio, your source for the Adventures of Supergirl digital comic based on CBS's Supergirl TV series. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Carly Lane. And we are going to discuss Adventures of Supergirl number five, which was written by Sterling Gates and includes art by Pop Mon. The description for issue number five reads, quote, When Shot's battle against the alien hacker known as Vril Dox has taken a dangerous turn. Supergirl isn't the kind of help he needs on this case, but where will he find an ally, unquote. Uh, this was a really cool issue. We got some new, uh, a new artist on this one, um, and it was neat to meet a new character in this one. Um, <laughs> so, Carly, what did you think about Wen and Supergirl meeting this new character named Rabia Zineman? It was actually really great because I loved that... First of all, it's Wynn that kind of has to go lead the charge in terms of, like, helping Supergirl find a way to defeat the hacker. Because, you know, you don't... I mean, you see him kind of, in in the TV show at least, taking more of a, su- a support role in, in Kara's missions. And so this was kind of funny to see Wynn taking the lead on, like, getting in touch with somebody. Because he even says... Carl wants to go to the DEO and Wynn says, like, no, there's somebody else that can help. <laughs> and that apparently that someone is a Razzle Razzler Dazzler 130, <laughs> which is such a funny, funny username because it's when they meet when they meet the character. I don't know if it's if it's Rabia, if it's Rabia or Rabia. I feel like it's like one of those. But I, anyway, yeah, that that's a good question. I don't know. I in my head, I was I was calling her Rabia, but I don't know. Um, so if anybody knows how to pronounce that, let us know. But it was so funny because, of course, you hear the username and you think you don't know what you're going to get. And, of course, they have her on the, the other side of this door, like, in shadow. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you know who that is? Um, and and hilariously, Wynn's username is Supergirl in Action <laughs> 252. Yeah, that's actually a cool Easter egg that Sterling put in there. That's uh, a reference to Supergirl's debut in Action Comics number 252. So that was her first comic. So it was kind of kind of cool that when Wynn pulled some uh, <laughs> old school comic knowledge in there. Of course, he doesn't know that, but um, I, I I thought that was a cool reference. I like it. I like it a lot. But I also like that, of course, I feel like Wynn's username would be Supergirl related, though. Like, even <laughs> if it wasn't an, even if it wasn't any, a deliberate Easter egg reference. Um, and, and, and of course, he tells he says it out loud. And Carl's like, really? Like, that's what it is. He's like, well, my first choices were already taken. I'm like, <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> Let's be honest. He had to figure something out. We're being honest with ourselves. But I, I love the fact that we when we meet this character... This new character, Rabia, uh, she is not who you would expect, I feel like, to be on the other end of the door. Like, I, I was kind of anticipating that it would be some hacker kind of like Wynn, like maybe like a slightly nerdy guy. Instead, you get this really awesome girl and uh, who's, who's really skilled and knows her way around a computer and in, in an interface and, like, has encountered Brill before and... So she knows her stuff, and that was that was really cool to see her working with Wynn and Kara to try and stop the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I really liked this new character, and I like her confidence. And uh, there was a there was one little bit where um, she says, "My system is impenetrable," 
And um, the, she says, my system is impenetrable. Thank you very much. And it's all like capital letters and all like the words are smushed together. So it's, it's sort of, I could hear how she was saying it through the text. And I, I really liked that because she is a really smart character and she kind of helps them get the job done. And you can see at the end of the issue that Vril actually knows who she is. So they have some history and have interacted before. So um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious now what, what their history is and what those interactions were like. And I like your point that you made earlier about how Wynn is kind of the one who leads the charge. And I love the, the panel where he's like, you know, banging on the door. And it's kind of a, a cool little thing there. Um, in terms of getting to see more of real docs, what did you think about him in this issue? It's funny because I feel like his character really personifies like a lot of the toxic male presence on the internet. Um, And, you know, it's one of those things where he starts to threaten Kara because he figures out what her true identity is. And he starts talking about like, incriminating pictures. I'm like, I feel like this is kind of a metaphor for people who wind up with incriminating photos of themselves on the internet in any context, like people that threaten, you know, it's like a blackmailing situation where Mm -hmm. somebody comes in and says, I have photos of you in a compromising situation, whether that's, you know, you hear about like, exes trying to get revenge on somebody that they've dated or somebody just trying to do something mean, um, for no reason. And so it was interesting to see Kara be on the receiving end of that. Cause I mean, she has the capability, I think, to deal with it herself. Like personally, she can kind of just fly in there, um, and, and handle the situation. But a lot of, I think a lot of people that that happens to, on a daily basis, don't always have that same ability. So it was actually really nice to see in an issue, Kara, like, represent that strength and the ability to take back, you know, the situation from feeling like things were getting out of control. But also, she didn't, she couldn't really do it without when the help of Wynn and the hacker girl, I'll call her the Razzler, the Razzler Dazzler hacker girl. Um, <laughs> she needed their help to find Brill and also stop him from hurting James. Cause once she finds out that he's kidnapped James, you know, after she left him behind, so she doesn't really do it on her own. It's more of a team effort. And I, and I also liked that, that it, it, it wasn't just her relying on her own strength and ability. She actually kind of needed somebody who had a different strength to solve the problem. Yeah, so. she she even uh, tells him at one point, she's like, just find me something to hit. Find me something to punch. Get me there. And um, I, I like your point about how maybe Supergirl is the embodiment of people trying to fight back against people who maybe bully people online or, um, like you said, you know, people who might blackmail other people online, you know, doing these kind of cyber terrorism, cyber bullying types of things. Um, because one of the lines of dialogue that Supergirl says to Vril that it really kind of affected me, she says, cockroaches like you are the reason some of us are scared to use the internet. And, um, I was just like, you know, there are sometimes, you know, even though I'm, (laughs) 
I'm very um, uh, active, I guess you could say, on Twitter. <laughs> I tweet a lot. And, um, you know, I podcast and I, I do things like this on the inter- Internet. But there are some times where I'm afraid to comment on things or, uh, you know, I don't want to go into a, a space because maybe I'm afraid of being attacked or uh, maybe my opinion isn't welcomed or something like that. Even even kind of a, a minuscule kind of small thing like that sort of terrifies me sometimes. So I, I think for Supergirl to kind of go in there and kind of take that back, I thought I, I think that's a really cool thought. And, um, you know, Supergirl really addresses the whole Internet thing. She even talks about how anonymity gives people power to do whatever they want, whether it's good or bad. So um, I, th- I think this was a, a really good issue to kind of use Vril as, <laughs> as the, the bad side of the Internet. Um, and I thought it was really interesting that he kidnaps James. What did you think about all that? I, it, was, it was funny because Kara kind of realizes a little too late. She's like, Oh no, I left him. In, <laughs> I left him back in Kako. Stupid, stupid. Like she, <laughs> that actually kind of made me laugh. Cause a little bit, cause she was like berating herself in her head. Yeah. In her own head for making a mistake like that. But, um, it's interesting cause we haven't on the show, at least I feel like we haven't really seen James in a position of peril like that yet. Um, who knows? It could happen in future episodes, well, but we saw it was, him, it we was, saw him kind of, uh, sort of kidnapped by Maxwell Lord. I forget what, that's what true. episode that a little was. Bit. Yeah. 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 That's true. But I guess more to the extent of like being experimented on and having all those wires and, Oh yeah. This was much worse. That was much worse. Yeah. I think that's probably why I couldn't really remember because it wasn't quite as like traumatic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, it was, you know, he was getting all this stuff pried out of his head and I was like, I've, it would be interesting to see if there's any kind of repercussions from that. Um, Cause usually what happens when you see a plot line like that, when a character gets, it's kind of like a form of mental torture in a way. So it'd be interesting to see if there's any kind of fallout from that for him. I think the page, the, the image that <coughs> sticks out to me uh, about James and him being kidnapped is the page that like you visually see him kind of tied down in a way. And that was oh, actually yeah. really terrifying to me. Cause like you see this, look of shock and horror on James's face that, uh, you know, like I, I couldn't totally tell if like he knew what was happening to him while it was happening to him, but it just, that, that image is really kind of terrifying. Um, so whatever he was doing to James must've been really terrible. And, uh, like you, I, I, I wonder what the, what the outcome, what the result of, of what Vril does to him will have an effect on James on down the road if it does. Um, but I, th- I thought it was interesting that Vril knew about James and knew, he even knew that there was, there was a, a kind of a love triangle that was happening between Wynn and James because he says, shame there's no longer a third wheel around to take pictures of the two of you. So uh, Vril, Vril Dox has done his homework on Supergirl. <laughs> Did you have any other thoughts about Vril? Oh, I did think it was interesting that the DEO was going to cover up everything that was going on, like how they were going to cover it all up. Because um, you see Alex and Kara talking at the end, and she basically says they're going to release a story clearing win, which is good. But then she says it was like a training exercise, which I feel like is kind of the typical jargon that they use. When it's <laughs> like supernatural things going on. But it's good, of course, that they were 
they're going to clear Wynn's name. That made me happy. Yeah, and we get to see that Vril Docks, I guess, is going to go to the DEO prison. They have him getting ready to be carted off. And uh, so <laughs> it's 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 a cool part in the comic where Supergirl goes and kind of encounters Vril Docks, and they have kind of a skirmish. There's a big explosion and everything that happens. And um, Supergirl, I think, like, the way I saw it, she, like, electrocutes him. And uh, one of my favorite bits in the in the issue is that when he starts screaming, when Vril is screaming, it sort of <laughs> ends up being like binary code. Like oh, right. he, he's like, ah, oh, and then it's one one zero one zero one one zero one zero one zero one. Um, so I thought that was a, a nice little visual there. And uh, what's what's cool about that is that um, Supergirl kind of you know she goes in there and takes care of business and. Um, she is also, I kind of felt really compassionate with James there. Like, there's a really nice panel where um, James is kind of knocked out and he's kind of sort of laying in her lap. And I, I thought that was a nice little image. So um, it was it was a nice little action piece that Supergirl goes in and she kind of saves the day with Viral Docs. And then I liked that Alex came with the DEO and sort of cleaned up everything. Like, she cl- they cleaned up Supergirl's uh, mess with Viral and kind of, took him out so uh it was nice to see that <laughs> real got what was coming for him it's interesting though because Kara says she she's not sure if pulling the connection like severed his memory or if she if he still remembers that she's really supergirl so it'll be interesting to see if that how that plays out like if he either finds a way to get out or he somehow connects to another villain and shares what he knows or if he even knows anything at all. So I thought that was kind of a nice little cliffhanger where we're left at the end going, uh, like, is this the last that we've seen? You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a big worry for Supergirl because she does she does talk about secret identities and why that's so important. And um, I think that's a big worry for her. And we got some new art, uh, a new artist on this issue. What what did you think about the way everything was drawn? I liked it a lot. I mean, it had a, a little bit of a different look from the previous issues, but it still felt really true to Supergirl. Um, like a lot of bright colors and a lot of, you know, fun shots. Like the one, the one quote that you were talking about, uh, cockroaches like you or why some people are afraid to use the internet like that's probably one of my favorite panels of the entire issue because it's just car in this badass stance yeah it's like you know it's very powerful like i took a I took a screenshot of it on my phone because i was like i feel like i want to save this for some point for future or whatever um or i was going to post it to twitter at some point but yeah it was it was really nice. I liked it a lot, actually. It's it's kind of fun for me knowing that there's going to be lots of different artists on this series because I get the chance to look forward to. It's it's it still feels in line with the overall series, but you you get something different every time. So that's kind of nice for me. Yeah, no, it's totally nice, and I'm with you. I I love that image of her. Um, just looking powerful, and I and I thought I was very struck by that when uh, when reading this issue. That I, that's kind of what came across to me is that she looked like a hero, like she looked strong. And I, I know that's kind of weird to think because we've read so many of these Supergirl issues before this, but um, I, there was some there's something different about the way she's drawn in this issue. It's kind of hard to explain, but she looked heroic. 
And, you know, there's a lot of capes flying in the wind, a lot of cape action. And so I think maybe that kind of comes into play. But, uh, yeah, I really liked the art on, on this one. This, this, this was uh, right up my alley in terms of the way it was visually drawn. And I especially like real docs in this one because a lot of time when, times when you see him, and maybe this was the case in previous issues, I can't remember, but a, a lot of times when he's kind of taunting Supergirl, it's in, it's in shadow, like you can't see his face. And I really like that. It makes it much scarier. It makes it much more um uh intriguing and mysterious so that right. you're, so you're like oh this this guy's really creeping me out yeah and it kind of it kind of plays to like the anonymity of it yes. you know like you, it could be anybody that's you know threatening her or whatever like that's the whole thing with the internet you can hide behind a screen and nobody would know who you really were I so like that. That, yeah i totally but i totally agree with what you're saying well and um just to to wrap up what are your overall thoughts about this issue? It was really good. I, it, I, it's interesting. I mean, I it's hard for now. I feel like it's hard for me to pick a favorite issue because they're all so great. I just feel like this comic is really strong. And I'm really hoping that, you know, more people start reading it because it's really great. I mean, it's I when I started reading it, I was excited because I knew it was going to kind of be an extension of the TV show and it was going to be fun. But I've been really impressed so far with it overall. Um, you know, the writing and the art have been just amazing. So I'm really hoping that more people will read it. And I'm hoping that it will come out in print because I would love to buy this like as all as one collection. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, I really like this issue a lot in, in terms of the story and the characters and the art. Um, but there are also a lot of little Easter eggs that kind of made me happy. Um, there's a, I don't know what you call that, like a kind of a garbage canister thing, like a, th- a thing you throw a trash in. Um, it's It's got like some graffiti and it says Rampage. Oh, a dumpster? Yeah, a dumpster. Uh, it says Rampage Lives on it. And I, saw, I, thought, that, I thought that was a cool throwback to the issues before when Supergirl had to deal with Rampage. And there's also a reference to Jimmy Olsen's Giant Turtle Days, which mm-hmm. I thought it was fun because, you know, Jimmy Olsen has uh, a history of his Turtle Boy stuff. And there's a, there's a lot of turtle connections with Jimmy Olsen. And Supergirl, uh, when when James kind of asks, asks her, you know, what happened to him, uh, Supergirl responds, nothing worse than that time you turned into a giant turtle. So, so I guess in this continuity, in this universe, uh, James does have some Turtle Boy stuff in his past. <laughs> um, so uh, I hope we get to see some of that sometime. Um, and the most famous image of that that I know of is from Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, uh, which is from volume one, number 53, uh, from June 1967. He's this big, giant turtle, basically. Um, so I've never read that, but I've always wanted to pick it up. So I'll have to, I'll have to try to see if I can find that somehow. Um, but, uh, there was also a daily planet reference that I thought was kind of debatable on who they were talking about. Vril says, um, there's a certain daily planet reporter who seems particularly interested in extra extraterrestrial life. And I was like, is he talking about Clark Kent or Lois Lane? I'm not really sure. It could probably be both. But uh, I thought that was really fun because I love the Daily Planet. But overall, really like this issue, and uh, I highly recommend reading it. Um, but that's going to do it for our th- 
our thoughts on Adventures of Supergirl number five. If you've already picked up this issue, make sure to give it a rating in Comixology. And if you haven't bought it yet, Adventures of Supergirl is available in the DC Comics app, the Comixology app, as well as Comixology.com, iBooks, Google Play, the Kindle Store, the Nook Store, Amazon, and at ReadDCEntertainment.com. And as far as keeping up with us, if you want to contact Supergirl Radio, you can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. You can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. And if you want to check out our playlist on Spotify, we have become a literal Supergirl Radio. So definitely check out our playlist if you want to listen to some good music. It's very good. I was listening to it today, actually. (laughs) There's a lot of good stuff on it. Lots of good stuff. We are also available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you have time, we encourage you to give us a rating and write a review. And we are a part of the DC TV podcast circle, so if you also like Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and even DC movies, subscribe to our DC TV podcast mega feed and follow at DC TV Podcasts on Twitter and like DC TV Podcasts on Facebook. And as far as uh, keeping up with me, you can follow me on Twitter at DerbyKid, that's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D, and watch videos I've shot and edited on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash duckmilkprod. That's D-U-C-K-M-I-L-K-P-R-O-D. You can find me on Twitter at Equivocarly, E-Q-U-I-V-O-C-A-R-L-Y. I am also frequently on the Mary Sue at themarysue.com. And sometimes I am just elsewhere on the internet talking about comics and how awesome Supergirl is. (laughs) Um, Well, join us next time as we continue to go on the adventures of Supergirl. Supergirl.